0: From Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast My name is Jeff Gokey And I am so happy that you have tuned in today Welcome to episode number 99 Man, almost a hundred episodes That is pretty amazing I have to say, I was sitting out here today And um, in front of this microphone Just kind of looking at it for a second And thinking, what an honor What an honor to be able to sit here and go through scripture, work through it, and on the other end of wherever this goes in your ears, that it would both challenge, encourage, um, create some form of conviction in your life. Like, and I just felt really honored. You know, I'm sitting out here on the porch, just amazed at God's beauty. The sun is setting it's cooler. Wind is kicking up just a little bit. And I don't know, today just feeling, I'm feeling very grateful, very, very grateful. And I'm, I'm so thankful, so thankful for all of you who continue to do this journey with me and how we do it together, um, learning together, growing together. I mean, honestly, like the pa- these passages aren't just something that I do for a podcast. Um, They're they're passages that are deeply convicting to me. And I really, really want to be a person who is allowing scripture um, to be like a two-edged sword, that it would cut into my life, that it would be not just that I would be a hearer of the word, but a doer of the word. And it's what I desire for each and every one of you as you listen to these podcasts is it isn't just something you consume. Uh, that it's something that you're trying to live out in your life. But honestly, it's hard. It's difficult. It's not easy. So many people are just listening to the Word of God like there's some pithy truths from a wise sage or something like that. And I just desire so deeply for people to not just listen to the Word of God, but apply it in their life and watch it change their life. life. Watch the Spirit of God do what only He can do. Like, it's so... Exciting! That idea that that idea that the Word of God is going to transform people's lives. Like I love that. I just love that. So, thank you so much for those of you who are listening, sharing, subscribing. Really appreciate it. And then also those of you who continue to donate on Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com forward slash Front. Pi- Front Porch Confessional. Really, really appreciate it. We are in Matthew 5, uh, verse 5. Uh, we've been going through the Beatitudes, so uh, go back to Monday. That's where we started in 5-3. Wednesday uh, was 5-4, so that would be episodes 97 and 98. Go listen to those. That's the We're going to be in this series for a little bit on the Beatitudes, Jesus' teaching, kind of his prime teaching on what the kingdom of God is all about and what it means to be kingdom citizens. So Matthew 5, 5 says this, blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. You know, um, the first few years that Patty and I were married, and I would say for the majority of our relationship, our early relationship, I, I was just kind of uh, what you would call a pushover. I, I didn't really want to deal with conflict. I didn't want to. I was so worried about upsetting her that I was just this guy who just, whatever, it's fine. And I always took it on the chin. And and um uh, And, and honestly, over a period of time, I started realizing like, I don't think this is healthy for our marriage. So I actually did my first bout of counseling during that time. I went for about a year and a half. And a part of the thing that we would work on is trying to help out where does that come from? You know, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? And what I found was for me, it's a really bad thing. I thought I was being, you know, like, hey, listen, no conflict in the home. Like, baby, you just, you know, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. And and in reality, it it wasn't powerful at all. And it it was creating a a division in our home. And so I remember, funny enough, I remember coming home uh, one day after a counseling session and Patty was frustrated about something. And I remember being like, hey, we're not going to do it this way anymore. And that was really hard for her. And, but it strengthened, it started to strengthen our marriage, you know? And it's interesting, I think, that in this passage, as we talk about meekness, I think for so many of us, that picture of me just kind of going, hey, whatever, whatever you want, sweetie, like whatever. And not that Patty would ever is wanting me to, wanted me to think that way. And that's what I mean by it was causing a division because she was like, no, stand up for what you believe. You know, but I think a lot of times when we think about meekness and in our culture, we think of meekness as weakness. But I think that's how many, how so many of us perceive it. But here's what I have come to understand about this particular passage and about meekness uh, in this world in the way that Jesus is talking about it. There is divine strength in meekness. It is not some shy and passive response to a dangerous world like its strength and power. Think about the one who is preaching these words. This is Jesus who's saying, "Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit for they will inherit the earth." You know, I see Jesus on the cross. I don't know if you ever do this, but do you ever just visualize? Sometimes, if I need to slow myself down and I'm trying to center myself in my understanding of God's love and sacrifice, and I can just visualize and I I see Him on the cross. Do you see Him there? Do you ever do that? Do you just slow down? Do you see Jesus on the cross? Do you see the people who are cursing Him? Yelling at him, they're spitting at him. Do you see it? Do you see that instead of condemning them, he forgives them, and then he dies for them? The question is this is that passive? Is that weak? Some may may say it is, but this is the life that we are called to enter into both as participants and recipients. And what I would challenge all of us on is Jesus's meekness is not weakness, it is spirit filled strength. It is powerful what he does on the cross. It takes strength. Empower power to be meek. And th- we are both the recipients and the participants in that reality. So the question then that we have right now, and the question I've been working through is this idea, what does that look like then? Like, what does that look like for my life and for your life on a day-to-day basis on a, I would say on a very practical level, um, let's look at our society. So let's just kind of slow down. Let's look at our society. Where is the meekness? The meekness that Jesus displayed on the cross. Who is humbling, humbly responding to the division and the pain in this world? Who? is bringing every impulse that they have to the sub, to submission to the father. Every impulse that we have, any like any reaction that we have, we submit ourselves to the father. That's meek. Who's doing that? Where do we see that? And if you've looked at the conversations that you've had this week, would you say they are meek? Conversations that you've had this week or what you've posted on social media? Or are they just angry and divisive? This is a great time to just put yourself in check. Put your heart in check. Did I display the meekness of Jesus in what I did this week? Maybe a, a good gut check thing is slow down. Evaluate that. Evaluate it. Was I meek like Christ this week? And if you're like me, I just go, no. (laughs) No. Overreacted at the kids. You know, even driving. I I was driving today and there was an accident. Just feeling this impatience. I did not display this meekness. And so this causes me to really repent because I want to ha- inherit the earth and inherit the earth. Isn't mean I get all the things of the earth. It's this, that as Jesus redeemed all of creation, that I now become a participant in, in his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As believers in Jesus, we are called into his mysterious, meek ministry in this world. Think about somebody that you would say, they're meek. In the face of opposition, in the face of criticism, they allow themselves to slow down. And respond with the meekness of Jesus Christ. As people are hurling insults at Jesus, he says, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. How gentle, how kind. Who is it that you see that, that does this? When everyone is yelling and screaming about what they think is right or what they think is wrong, We as Christians, we as believers in Jesus Christ stand in the gap and live a life that points to the meekness that Jesus displayed on the cross. This is gospel. This is good news. This is what our world, our culture, our community is Desiring where the world condemns, we bless. Think about that. Bless those who curse you. Later on in the Sermon of Mount, Jesus said, if somebody slaps you on your cheek, turn your other cheek. How meek. No, but we want a pound of flesh. Right? And we want to be vindicated. And as a result of that. We fall into the trap that the evil one has set for us, has set for our identity, that we've got to prove our point, that that we have to be right and everyone else is wrong, that we have to be heard, that we have to be the loudest, that we have to be the strongest. And yet our savior displays something so differently for us. Where society casts out, we invite in. Like Jesus was known as a glutton and a drunk because of who he associated himself with, who he associated himself with. I mean, think about that for a moment. In society, who are you associated with? People were drawn to the ministry of Jesus because of his meekness, his gentleness. The impact he makes on earth is a ministry of meekness. A ministry of gently walking alongside him, caring for people. Where where the Jews would condemn the Samaritan, Jesus meets them, meets her at a well. Where they cast out the demon-possessed man and put him in a graveyard, Jesus meets him and says, tell me your name. To the tax collector who they put on the outskirts of the town because he was the most hated person, Jesus says, I want to go to your house for dinner. How are we living and displaying this in our lives? This is so deeply convicting to me and I hope it's convicting you too because we can't forget this. Then Romans 2 4 it says God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance it's God it's God's kindness that leads us to repentance. And we now get to go into our culture, culture as agents, citizens of heaven, <laughs> covered in Jesus' sacrificial blood on the cross, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And we get to go display that same life before the people that he's placed in our life. Because our meekness will move people to Jesus. And I think that's really powerful. So my question is, what does your ministry of meekness look like? Father God, we confess that we are a prideful people. We confess that we want our way. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would give us your wisdom for your purpose, for your glory, your meekness, so that we could bless and not curse. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to your own heart. Until next time, cheers.